Good evening and welcome to another edition of Rev. My name is Lori Enright and we are so excited that you've joined us for the next 30 minutes. At any time, if you have any questions you'd like for us to answer, send us a quick email to rev, R-E-V, at eaglecountryonline.com. Special thanks to Mark Kreimer and our friends at Kreimer's Beer House for making the show possible. Visit the Beer House for lunch or dinner seven days a week on State Route 128 in Cleves. It's David Vaughn coming to you for another edition of Rev. Brand new place, brand new p- players on the radio show starting today, July 15th, with Lori and I. Lori's still going to be my great co-host, and it's always nice to have Lori around. But we're recording uh, this from the Whitewater Crossing Church right now, and uh, kind of a new elements of formats that Lori and I discussed. Uh, not that you're bored with David Vaughn and me rambling on and all that kind of stuff, but we've decided to introduce some guests each week that are maybe some higher profile uh, Christian men and women who are serving God, living out their purpose on life. We'd love to hear those kind of stories. And those of you in Eagle Country, uh, you'll be familiar with some of these guys because they own restaurants and businesses in the area. And we want to hear a little bit of their story. And then we also have introduced some new segments, which we'll start today. I call it Weird Church News. I know some of y'all listen in Eagle Country. You say, you know, all those Christians are weird. Well, not all of them. We're just a little weird at Whitewater Crossing. But I have collected stories of the oddest things that church people get involved with. And it's probably why some of y'all are afraid of church. We're going to kind of talk about that and then kind of give you, as we finish, uh, kind of some whitewater crossing news that might affect you, that would bless you. Again, we want something for you out there in Eagle Country, not from you. Our goal is to rev up your week, same name, just some different elements as we kind of turn the page. So I think that's pretty good, Lori, don't you think? I'm excited. I'm excited about the crazy Christian news. I know. You just can't wait, can I you? I cannot wait. I know wait. people might tune in every week <laughs> to rev. Let me, t- let me hear that crazy Christian news stuff and Hopefully, I will avoid talking about me, and I won't appear on the news media there. But we have uh, here in the studio uh, right now on Sunday night, Mr. Steve Naltner. And uh, big hand for Steve Naltner. Yeah, Thank yeah you, you can tell raucous crowd. <laughs> Steve and Sarah attend our church very regularly. And uh, I want to ask Steve a couple questions. Just let him tell a little bit about himself and also... I know that Steve and Lori in Eagle Country were great partners there together as well. Uh, But Steve, you uh, have a couple of gas stations here in town. Some in Eagle Country would be very familiar with your one in St. Leon, I know. So tell us a little bit about what you do. Tell us those two stations. And I got some other questions. It's kind of a, a leadership thing, but tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, we got we got the store down here in Miami Town, which is close yep. to church on 128, the BP. And then three years ago, um, actually next week will be three full years in St. Leon for us. My goodness. So, I saw a picture of you oh at the Lord. Miami Town <laughs> when you were young. I mean, you started there. We many? started our 13th year of business oh on June goodness. 19th down there. So I found a picture of me from 2007. I was very hesitant to, to, to share that photo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, don't look the same. I aged a little. You looked a little creepy. I saw the picture. I, I you know, <laughs> so yeah. The, the goal is for you in Eagle Country. Stop, get your gas at Steve's BP. Come down to church 9:30, 11:15. Stop at the beer house for lunch on the way back. That's like the best. That combo. sounds pretty good. That's right the there. trifecta yep. of 128 <laughs> while listening to Eagle Country. That's I it. it. That, that's it right there. Oh. So you've been down there, and then you got to St. Leon. I can't believe three years. That's yeah, it's been three years. So we're um, 
I moved out there. I actually live out by St. Mary's and St. Peter, Peter's area. So we yes. moved out there. It'll be five years uh, this fall. And the opportunity presented itself. And I wasn't necessarily looking to, to buy another store, but uh, it, it came across the table and we were able to make it work. So it's been good up there. We love it up there. That's good. Oh. So in, uh, in Eagle Country Range, I know both are in range for people to listen, mm -hmm. but I know you are very involved in the community St. Leon. You all have done some stuff, Lori, right, with Steve's. And yep. Steve's been very generous, I know, in helping our church through a variety of uh, mechanisms. But Well, we got a call from Steve one day, and the note was passed on to me, and I called him up, and we set up an appointment to go and meet. And lo and behold, I go in there, and one of the first things that comes out of his mouth is, well, my church advertises on your website and on your station. And I said, well, that's my church too. And How about that? So it's small world. And, I know. And shows a lot of people in all different areas here come to Whitewater Crossing. Yeah. I'm always aware that there are people as large as our church is that attend that they know me and I don't know them. Almost makes me a little paranoid, you know, because no matter what I do, I think, uh-oh, somebody's watching me. It keeps me straight. Hopefully keeps me you didn't in line. talk about their cat. Uh, uh, you know, that's, we ought to write that down for another show. I made a slight mistake talking about this program we have coming up called Canines for Christ, how people use their pets to go in nursing homes facility. And yeah. I said, you notice it's Canines for Christ, not Cats for Christ. I, oh, my. So I heard some boos, and Lori has a cat. What's your Cat's name? Ja Princess Jasmine. Prin oh, she texted me. Now that's how, that says all you need <laughs> yeah. to know right there. <laughs> so Jasmine texted me a, a, a selfie and said, I'm not happy about your Cats for Christ comment <laughs> in the message. So anyway, I, I, I don't remember what week that was, but if you missed that, you might catch it through our website. And uh, we do all of that kind of stuff. But you never know who's listening, who's watching. So when I'm on the golf course uh, over at Hidden Valley, you know, and if I make a bad shot, I'm very careful not to throw my club, say appropriate golf words. Because, <laughs> you know, somebody on the next hole over said, that's my pastor. Oh, okay. Uh -oh. But, Steve, tell us about your family. Sarah, and tell us, uh, you, you, your quiver is getting full over there with the Naltoners. So, Sarah and I have been married for six years now, and actually, that's how long we've been attending Whitewater. So, nice. Um, nice. Right when, right before we we got married is when we started to attend here. So, um, uh, got three kids. Just had our third kid, Urban, uh, two months ago. Charlie is four. Our oldest son, Charlie's four, and we have Jordan. Our daughter, Jordan's two. So yeah. they they listen to this show. I heard so after they, the show's over, they need to go to bed. That's the game plan. You know? <laughs> there so you go. We got it set up there. So time for bed. That's a, a good bit. time. <laughs> Seven thirty. I think I should go to bed that early. That'd be nice. Uh, yeah, I know you all listen around the radio, yep. like old time radio. Yep. Have to use show. the cell phone. We get the cell phone and get online. Got that. So shout out to Charlie and Sarah and all the kids yep. and JoJo, and that's yep. good. Now, how did you first find out about Whitewater Crossing? Because you, you and your family, long-time Westsiders, uh, probably uh, grew up attending the Catholic yep. Church for a while. Is that right, Steve? Yep. I actually went to Elder High School, and yep. my wife graduated from Macaulay. And, uh, you know, we were... We were both Catholic and um, attended. I attended Catholic Church re regularly till uh, I was probably about a sophomore in college. Yeah. And then I started jumping around, you know, trying other churches out, um, all different types of churches. So um, never was um, dedicated to any church at any point in time after that. And uh, r really until uh, about six, seven years ago when I tried Whitewater, 
and um, it's it's been great, and my wife loves it. So uh, you guys did the big Jack Cooper push. Oh yeah, um, and actually, yeah. I remember thinking like, I wonder who Jack Cooper is. Is it a yeah. magician they're going to have at the church? <laughs> yeah, you see the yard signs. Yeah, well, I we had yes, one. Yard signs. We had one posted at our <laughs> shop, and. I kept thinking, I can't wait to find out who this guy is to come yeah. to find out I was, I was this guy. So. You were Jack Cooper. Yeah, we did one year for Easter, said, who is Jack Cooper? And a lot of you in Eagle Country, you're probably Jack Cooper, you didn't know it. Yeah. And we had, the wife was Jackie Cooper, and they had kids that were many Coopers, you know. So really, that was our way of affectionately reaching out to those who were non-practicing Catholics. And there's a ton of them, as you all know, on, on the west side and, you know, southwest side of Indiana, a lot of that. And so we're, we, we, we're not saying there's not Catholic Christians. What we're saying is uh, let's just all try to follow Jesus. Let's try to follow the Bible. And so the devil's our competition, not another church. But we found a lot of people were into religion but didn't know so much about relationship. Uh, Susan and, uh, Humbert yeah. was a big part of me. Susan Humbert, yeah. yeah. She was on a good inviter. Her and her husband, Steve, was it Steve? Yes, yeah. Steve, that's right, good so they, memory. They yeah. came into the store every morning, and she just kept offering and asking, and she wasn't yeah. pushy about it, and she knew that I kind of really wasn't going to church anywhere. And, right. Um, I, had, I always had faith. I never lost my faith, but I wasn't attending. I wasn't attending anywhere on a regular basis, so um, yeah. it, we finally tried it out. I went by myself the first time and kind of sat in the back, and... Yeah. I brought, I th it was my girlfriend at the time, now she's my wife, and we went together, and she loved it, and yeah. now she's involved, you know, we just had that baby, so she hasn't been involved for the last, yeah. you know, eight months. Hard to do, yeah. She's ready to get back involved, and so am I, so it's been good. We have a lot of Jack Coopers uh, that kind of slide in the back for a while, and then kind of work their way to the front, and eventually when they really get involved, sometimes they jump up on stage, and either through video or in person and start working the other way of the audience. And so if you're looking for a church home, Steve would tell you, you know, and Lori, this is a good good place. And if you're looking for an opportunity and not an obligation, if you're looking for grace and not guilt, if you're looking for a get to, not a got to kind of worship experience, and maybe you're Jack Cooper or Jackie Cooper, man, just check out Whitewater Crossing. It, it, I think it'll help you. So Steve, before you go here, Tell me what you've been learning. You, you're part of Whitewater now. You're really learning. You and I are in a small group together. We've done lots of things together. My son Tyler even worked for Steve for a while, and he still likes me. It's a wonderful thing. But, yeah, so Steve employs a lot of people in our community. He's very generous in giving away uh, things and providing support. What have you learned, Steve, just as a Christian businessman? Maybe a better way to put it. What have you learned as a businessman who also happens to be a Christ follower right. uh, about people, life? What are some major lessons? Somebody listening in Eagle Country out here uh, that could maybe benefit from that right now. They're sitting on their deck or riding in their car, or listening to radio. That maybe could help them rev up their life a little bit. Well, being a Christian and being a businessman are, are, are not easy things to do. Oh, They're both difficult. So yeah. uh, for me, I kind of take the, the approach the same way. I, I try to Im improve on being a Christian. Um, not not big steps, but taking small steps. Baby steps, and, yep. Uh, you know, getting a little better each week and getting a little better each month. And, and I do the same thing in business. So, um, you know, I meet with my staff on a regular basis and we always talk about how can we, how can we, we can improve and and I include myself in that conversation. You know, everybody can always improve, um, whether you're in business or being a Christian. Um, you're not going to get to the end of the race. Probably you'll never make it to the end of the race, and everyone will die, and you'll never make it there. But if you can improve each day and each week and each month a little bit, be a little bit better of a Christian, and 
um, and have integrity in business, you know, do things What's the important right way. in it, to be That's honest? The, and, the most important yeah. word, you know, having integrity. So, you know, we're not out to get anybody. Right. Um, and, and I don't expect people who I spend money with um, to get me. Everybody right. should make a little bit of money, and, and that's what we try to do, and I understand that. So um, dealing with yourself and having integrity and honesty, um, so they really they go hand in hand, and it's a work in progress, and I'm not perfect, but I'm, I'm working each day to get a little better. Yeah, not perfect, just forgiven. Yeah, and incremental, that's really, really yep. good. Uh, uncanny how that, that works out. I think what you're describing, too, is the toughest person to lead is yourself. Right. So self-leadership is the hardest. And so you're kind of setting the tone, the DNA, the culture. I know your family's very involved yep. in uh, helping run the business and I, I love that. And uh, I, I, if you're looking for a place to get some petrol, but uh, kind of get f uh, fed and led in, in a little bit different way, man, I encourage you to do that. You're right off the interstate on right. both your stations. I bet you've like seen it all and heard it all I'll tell you down there on that on that exit ramp. Man. Probably more so in Miami town than St. Louis. Yeah, uh, yeah. But we have, you know, it's tough, and and that's another thing. It's a challenging thing being a Christian and having to deal with some of those types of situations. So, yeah. Uh, thank God you guys put the Life Center in down here. That's yeah. It's it's an you're avenue, helping us, aren't you, Steve? Well, it's an avenue for me to at least direct people to to a place that can, they can. I get think you help. and Crimer have pretty much stocked our Life Center, but uh, but we've helped you. You've helped us, and. So so many ways and we're all in the people business right. you all and I you're you're just as much a, a pastor as I am just cleverly disguised as a gas station owner and uh, I, I love it that, that you're doing that but I know that we uh, love people but some people are EGR extra grace required people I know nobody listed in Eagle country is extra grace required and if you don't know any extra grace required people, guess what? You are that one. That's all I'm saying. So uh, we're all in this together, and I know that's good. I love Steve because Steve at one time, and this might transition into my uh, weird and unusual church news moment of Rev. But at one time, I know you had told me, if I'm not mistaken, you entertained being a priest at one time. Is that true? I, 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 well, I thought about it. I, yeah. I used to get communion every day at Elder before lunch. Yeah, I know you're going to bring that up. <laughs> yeah, I thought I see. I remember stuff it, on the it, radio. It show. crossed my it crossed my mind at, when I was in high school, and um, I, I've like I said, I've always the faith has always been there. I've yeah. always been a very religious person. Thanks a lot to my mother and father, the way that they raised me and um, and getting me involved. And then I did some extra things, you know. And I it I thought about it. Um, obviously, that's not the path that I took, but uh, it. To say I didn't think about it would be a lie. So that it, it did cross my mind. Yeah, yeah. And you're right. You can you can serve in, in, in different ways and, and kind of try to um, uh, gather the sheep in different ways. And I try to do that in um, not not necessarily a forward way with you know my staff and whatnot, but uh, you know lead by example and show them what I'm doing and and, and leave the door open if they are interested. To, yeah, in to conversations. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, let me kind of, and you stick around for a minute, Steve. I want to get your take on this since you were almost a priest. But anyway, oh, <laughs> so I picked up this news. This is true stuff now. I try to vet it. It's not fake Christian news, okay? That's all I'm saying. So I picked up this thing from Nairobi, Nairobi, okay? It says, a priest has been suspended by the Catholic Church in Kenya for wrapping his sermons. On a typical Sunday at the St. Monica Catholic Church in Kenya, Father Ogala would be draped in his usual church vestments for morning mass. Later in the day, however, he would change into shorts, 
a long t-shirt and tie a red bandana around his head, spitting hip-hop rhymes into his mic as he entertained his congregation. His unconventional preaching style has now landed him in hot water with Catholic church heads. Father Ogala says he was simply trying to bring the youth closer to the church, popularly known as Father Masa Ogala. He has been using rap music to attract the young people to his church, using it spreading the message against drug abuse. He said his rap music was successful in bridging the generation gap. I use rap music to bring youth to church. Thereafter, I bring them to Christ. However, his bosses in the Catholic Church disagree. Speaking to CNN on the phone, he says they confirmed the priest has now been suspended from leading church activities. They've given him a one-year break. That's what I need. A one year. Maybe if I just started rapping, I'd get a longer sabbatical. Giving him a one-year break to look into his ways before coming back to church. So, whoever heard of a Catholic Church priest rapper? I, I don't think I'd go over on the west side. No, I, it sounds interesting, though. It does. Weird. Unusual. So, what's your take on that? Uh, well, you think uh, churches of all kind, Protestant and Catholic, need to kind of loosen up a little bit in how they deliver the message to a different generation? I'm a little older than you, you know. You've seen some changes in church? Yeah, I. you know, everybody's different on what they're looking for. And, and, and not to say anything about necessarily the Catholic Church, but what appealed to me from Whitewater um, was just how interesting it was. And, mm. it, you know, it wasn't over the top. I didn't feel like it was over the top. And that's for somebody who didn't have a lot of experience going to a Christian church. Right. Um, but the music was great. The message was point mm -hmm. on. It was always mm -hmm. spot on messages. Um, and you don't do all the messages, but you do a good job with, yeah. with the messages when you do them. Relevant. Do you ever, yeah. like Thank me, you. think every week, how is this message going to apply to me? And then every yep. it does every time. Absolutely. It's like it, it was does. directed right to me. So the, the, it, it does. And the whole, the whole service from start to finish um, keeps you interested. And it's mm. not, you know... You're not looking at your, your phone or your watch to say, how much time do I have left till I get out of here? You know, it's over and you're like, that's, it's over. Oh, I, you know. So you're you not counting the ceiling tile. And, <laughs> not yeah. counting the ceiling tiles. It, it keeps you interested. Um, and, and that's what, and, and to me, I wanted to go to a church where I felt I'm going to get something. I'm going to, I'm going to pay attention. You know, I'm not going to go there and zone out for an hour. I want to pay attention. I want to get something out of this message. And, and I know for my wife and I, we do a whitewater. So. Yeah. Well, I don't know. This is Eagle Country, so I'm a country music guy. So I may do country. I don't know about the rap, though. I, You've gotten the guitar out a couple of times. I have. I See, know. That would probably go over well here. Yeah, the rap Maybe. or the country? The well, <laughs> both would be entertaining. Yeah, you know, they would. Yeah, people would really be. That might make some weird news down the, down the 128 corridor, but yep. that's good. Well, I, I love Steve. Uh, what I love about Steve is his willingness to be used by God. I love it. Uh, his authenticity. You got got a lot of humor. Um, you'll find with all of our guests that they're not perfect, uh, and nobody is. They're, they're, he's trying every week, much like I am, and you in Eagle Country, to have your walk and your talk match. Uh, so we're not perfect, just forgiven. You know, we're trying to be real, authentic. Uh, and I remember after Steve was immersed in baptism and a lot of our folks that come from catholic church are kind of baptized twice once as a baby for mm -hmm. that their parents remember and then as they get a little older and they, their faith becomes their own they kind of have that baptism again for them and for what they remember and we see that a lot 
And I, I remember Steve came to small group. I'll tell this on him All before right. we go. He knows where I'm going. Steve came to small group after he was baptized. He said, well, and this, I think he got baptized on a Sunday, and this was like Wednesday night, uh, you know, and he said, well, uh, I, I tell you what I did. He said, I, I tried to, I, I decided I would g try to go a whole week without sinning after I was baptized, see how far I could make it. Am I am I, am I lying? I did. I, I did. And I said, well, how, how, how long did you make it? I, I, I don't remember. What Not very long. No. <laughs> Not so very long. I don't think I could make it but an hour or two, you know, at least thinking, you know. I do want to, to add on to that. I had the opportunity to baptize my wife with I you. I love that. Uh, she was pregnant when I went all in. So um, I got to baptize my wife. And uh, I do want to say, too, because our topic of conversation today was, you know, businessmen and, and Christians in business. And um, I can tell you... I'm only, it helps tremendously having a wife at home who is, runs her life in a Christian way. And, and my wife, Sarah, does, um, sh she makes me a stronger businessman. Oh, that's and, good. And a stronger Christian in business. That's good. By how she acts and how how good of a Christian she is. And she's growing, and she's growing a lot quicker than I'm growing yeah. with Christianity. It's funny so how, the, how sometimes the wives and the females are the spiritual leaders and prompters yep. and provokers in that relationship. And I, I knew you wouldn't make it for long without sinning, uh, you know. And <laughs> yeah. two or three days is pretty good. I, I accused him of lying. I said, you've already sinned right there. Yep. But I had <laughs> never had him. I've been doing ministry all my life. I never had him. I said, you know, I want to see how long I can go without sinning. And uh, the, the truth of the matter is everybody in Eagle Country, it's not very long. That's why you need a relationship with Jesus. Yep. And he offers forgiveness. And that's the difference, I think, between before Jesus and after Jesus. You still sin. It's just that one is forgiven, and you have this grace and this peace that kind of flows over you. And then it affects your, your spouse. It affects your children. It, it affects all, all the relationships of your life. And I love that. I smile about that. And I still remember the day when we were down in the water uh, there with Sarah, and I believe she was pregnant. She was she pregnant just, when I went all in. Yes. So she didn't yes. go all in. She was seven or eight months before yes. Charlie. That's right. That's so, right. Man, the time passes so quickly. So I, I remember that. Let's talk about uh, White Waters. We kind of close out this show a little bit. Steve kind of referenced it earlier. But right now, we are neck deep in this series called Serving Jesus Equals Serving Others. And I found, Steve, these principles, and Lori, you find this to be true, there are th this stuff works even if you're not a believer. This this stuff even if you don't believe Jesus in this Bible thing yet. I've never met anybody say, you know, I think we would be better as a society if we were just like Jesus. I've never met anybody that disagreed with that. Mm -hmm. And so you can get blessed by serving others even if you're not following this church thing yet. Obviously, if you follow Jesus, this is kind of his mandate in in Matthew 25. Uh, so we're all about solving the seven largest problems. Uh, of our world, our culture, uh, our community. Uh, and so this today, July 15th, our theme was Teach the Uneducated. And we've done healing the sick and we prayed for people and lots of things on healing the sick. We've done finding the forgotten. Uh, and, and that was recently where, think about all the forgotten people, orphans and immigrants and widows and those who are incarcerated and uh, I just got a letter from one of our incarcerated guys who's on death row. Just we're corresponding about his relationship with Jesus. He's he's saved. He's forgiven. That doesn't mean that capital punishment will probably not come his way. 
but I'm amazed. He's, he's the real deal. And uh, so we have an extended congregation, and we don't ever want to forget those folks. That's what Jesus said. I was sick and in prison, and you visited me. And so right now we're just cooking on teaching the uneducated, and we're really involved in schools. We're really involved in uh, helping uh, people uh, with illiteracy. Uh, we're really involved in educating people on uh, not only in school skills, but in social skills, in mentoring, in adopting, in orphan care. There's just so many things that Whitewater and other Bible-believing churches are a part of. And so if you're looking for a church that's engaged in the community, that, that really does want to help people, that's our mission statement, to help people find hope in Jesus and a home in His church then Whitewater Crossing may be the place for you to, to plug in, especially right now. So I, all of you who are teachers, teacher's aides, anybody, even homeschool, whatever, anybody that is uh, an, a teacher by nature or nurture, we would love to have you come at Whitewater. We could use you in our wonderful Solve 7 force. We're calling the Solve 7 Challenge, Summer Challenge, and our people are really leaning into it. I hear all these wonderful stories of how God is using us and our skills to teach people. And so the church is still here. We're still on 128. Uh, service on Sunday, 930, 1115. And, uh, and you know, you kind of go back and forth, don't you, Steve, depending on the schedule and what's going on with your wife and family. And uh, uh, some of us like to sleep in and we catch that later service. We have good coffee still. I, I do taste testing, you know. Steve's got good coffee at the BP and the St. Leon too. But we got a wait in line. My wife gets the ca some cappuccinos. There you so. go. She got this, the frou-frou. <laughs> she got the frou-frou coffee, the yeah. specialty drink. It's a specialty know? drink. Yeah. So uh, the coffee's here. Our children's ministry, Steve referred to in Harbortown, is tremendous. I wish they had something like that when I was uh, growing up, I had to sit, and this may be the difference in some Jack Cooper background folks. Some of us grew up in church where we had to sit in the seat with the adults and try to pay attention to what was going on in the service and probably a distraction, uh, you know, more than anything else. And uh, I remember getting slapped more than once on the back of my head, straightened up. My dad was a pastor, some of y'all know. He stopped preaching one Sunday in the middle of his sermon and came down there to get on me and my friends for for talking up during the message. Oh my goodness. I knew there was gonna be some capital punishment involved <laughs> yeah. or corporal punishment involved yeah. after service. I just ran on home and hoped he forgot. He did not. So anyway, uh, we all had to get separated, but we didn't have any kind of Harbortown, student union, uh, anything like that. And so uh, Lori and I are looking forward to this uh, new page for Rev and having different people in. If you have people listening out there that you would like us to, to talk about, how can they get a hold of us through email, Lori? Um, they can email at us email us at rev, mm -hmm. R-E-V, at eaglecountryonline.com. Mm -hmm. um, they can also go onto the website and click on the sliding Rev panel that has all of the archive programs mm -hmm. to listen to and more information. Um, and then plan your visit at whitewatercrossing.org. That's good. You can listen to any of these archive shows, too, through Eagle Country. And uh, so if you, if you like this and it's helping you, you may, no telling what might happen if you tune in on Sunday night at 7 o'clock for Rev. But it's our honor to, to be here, to, to talk into your world, into your life, into your family. We're just real people, 
as I would say quite often, we're, we're just ordinary people serving this extraordinary God. And we're just kind of, Lori and I, nobody's telling everybody about somebody who will love anybody. And if you're listening, man, there's a place for you here. You're welcome. Uh, as I said yesterday in service, whether you're posting pictures on Instagram on Saturday morning or posting bail Saturday night, we're, you're welcome at Whitewater. And say hey to Steve next time you're down there at BP in Miami Town uh, or Steve Sinoco in St. Leon. And uh, tell him you heard about us on Rev, and that'll be good. So till next Sunday night. Lori and I will be here. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Thanks for letting us speak into your world. Thank you so much for joining us tonight on Rev. David and I pray that this show has revved up your life, your faith, and your work week. Find out more about Sunday service times, youth programs, and how to plan your visit to Whitewater Crossing at whitewatercrossing.org and click on the New Here tab. Our show is blessed by Crimer's Beer House on State Route 128 in Cleves. I'm Lori Enright. Please join us next Sunday at 7 p.m. for Rev with Pastor David Vaughn, only on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3.